0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm so happy you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be, standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to hit that subscribe button where you listen to podcasts. And for more encouragement, follow us on Instagram at Pineapple Principal. Now for today's show. Hey, on today's podcast, we finish up the conversation I had with my dear friend, Emily Kate. It is so good, you all. It is so deep. It is so um, life-giving. Last week, if you missed episode 36, make sure you take the time to go back and listen to the first part of the conversation Um, because it was just, it was just good. It was just so good. I love when people open up and they share their heart and they tell their story and she did that. She just was raw and real and I loved every minute of it and I know you're going to enjoy the second half of the conversation too. So here we go. With episode number 37, You Are Enough, The Emily Kate Story. And um,
1: once I made it to my second year of grad school, uh, COVID hit. And man, all of those things were taken away. Everything that I would try to do, like all the Bible studies couldn't happen anymore. They were transferred to online and we kind of just made them more check-ins rather than like structured. Mm -hmm. So that was gone. Going to church was gone. Going to lab was gone. Going everything. There was no more going anywhere. (laughs) So I was just sitting and um, I fell into a pretty uh, dark place, which I talk about in a minute. But um, the last two years now, um, a mentor of mine has been helping me understand and just accept the true Endless and a boundless grace of God, and just mm. knowing, like, no, you're enough. Like, you do not have to do all these things. So, I, I think if I had had a better understanding of grace, and it's not like a something you can do. It's just that's it's the counterintuitive. Um, Maybe I wouldn't have done quite so much, because. A lot of times I think we separate our academics from God, but like he wants to be a part of all of it.
0: Amen. Yes, so, he
1: does. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good answer, but it's something I'm still working on. Cause I mean, I'm 24 about to get my PhD. Yeah. I, uh, keep pushing the bar. <laughs> like I keep, <laughs> so, um, yeah, sorry. I don't, don't. have.
0: Let's go back to your, uh, you wanted to talk about your COVID time, your that got a little dark for you and you want to tell how you got through that and how you're getting through that?
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, thankfully things are a lot
0: better, uh, now. So
1: we're in October, 2021. So, um, October, 2020, very different story. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, yeah, I, I think so I went from being that person to always coming up with all the plans of where we're going, what we're doing. Um, I remember a specific time in high school was so fun. I got like 25 students or peers out to a park and we all brought pool noodles, pool noodles. And we had um, pool noodle fights in the middle of a park at like broad daylight. And so I'm always coming up with the plans went from that to all of that being taken away and just being locked inside my house. I live alone with my cat. So I couldn't go home to my family because I had to finish my job here for the summer um, uh, at, at UF, so I couldn't go home. I had to be in Gainesville, so I was stuck from March till the end of July, and pretty much the only people I saw was um, the employees at Aldi when I went shopping for groceries. So it was just a... Very abrupt um, ending to like everything I was doing—it's <laughs> just gone, and it didn't really hit me until October. I kind of kept holding off until when the fall semester starts back. Things will be okay when the fall starts back; it'll be okay. But I was so like mentally unhealthy by the time August came around. I was not ready for the fall, so I had to um, drop the um, uh, the class I was taking. their graduate level classes, so it was way too much work and I could not handle it. Like I just, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't do the assignments. I couldn't go to lab. I was just, I was a mess. And I didn't understand why, because I went from being this happy person that's always making plans and um, always want to encourage my friends and be the one who's there for people to lean on. And I, I've never experienced something like that. This feeling of like emptiness and hopelessness and um I was laying in my backyard in the middle of October just sobbing and I was just like uh, I don't wanna cry again but That's okay. You're allowed to cry on the <laughs> show. I was like there was no happiness. It was so empty. And I was really scared and I called my friend who I knew who had struggled with depression and I asked for some advice and they were like, you need to go to a doctor. Like they're like, I was scared of starting medication because I didn't know what the side effects would be. And they said, you right now are sick and you are not you and Mm -hmm. anything, any medication is just going to help you get back to you Mm -hmm. because what you're feeling right now is um, not who you are. And uh, so I um, called my mentor and I also called uh, a counselor. I had already had a counselor set up. I um, had lost a friend previously that year to suicide. And so I'd already had contacts with a counselor. So I set that back up with her. We started counseling again and I got a psychiatrist about a month later it takes time to get in the system. so It that, does.
0: It takes too long.
1: Yeah. That month was a struggle. Um, and I called my mentor and he started meeting with me every Friday morning for breakfast. And uh, that's when it, he started teaching me about um, the grace of God. And I was so afraid to reach out to him for help because I was afraid he was going to be like, you just need to pray more <laughs> mm-hmm. and you should just uh, trust God more in this and Yeah, so you should trust God more in this, and I didn't want to hear that because I'm like, I love God. I know God's here with me in this. I, I, I know He's here, but um, I can't. I'm so sad, like all the time. Like this won't go away, and I don't think God's like punishing me or anything. This is just something I'm going through. It's just a not a great situation. And no, my mentor never said any of that. I told him I was worried about it. And he was like, no, absolutely not. Um, I want you to learn to accept grace. Um, And he showed me that by like buying me breakfast each (laughs) Friday and spending time with me and just really showing the grace of God through his own actions. And this is the um, area director for Graduate Christian Fellowship I'm part of. So I'm just really thankful for that time and the time from my counselor and the help from my psychiatrist and the help from my friends was honest about what I was going through and all of that together, um, helped and it didn't happen overnight. Um, I'm finally started feeling better around April. So it took about six months to feel like me again. And it was hard. It took a long time. And, uh, I looking back, I, we can't find reason in everything we go through. But I think if I had to have a reason for it, it's only been a year, but I think it's helped me be more sympathetic for people who struggle with mental health. Cause I had such a stigma against medication
0: and I was like, why can't you just be happy? <laughs> so why can't you pray it away? What you, what you didn't want somebody to say to you that's yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah. I was like, you just need to depend on God. Like God will fix it. Like he will. But I think I needed to learn in that time, like, to trust, truly trust that there is a light
0: after this. I think um, I, I told somebody one time, cause they were worried about taking medication. I said, sometimes you just need that medication so you can get to a point where you can pray for yourself again. Cause like they could, they were so sad and depressed. They couldn't even pray for themselves, but they were worried about taking medication. And I was like, but that medication will get you to where you need to be. Um, so you can pray for yourself again. And I think as Christians, um, we, we want to be, pretend like we're strong and we never go through anything and we don't talk about mental health. And that's one thing with the pineapple principle that I have tried to stress that mental health is real. It is a disease and it happens to a lot of people. It can happen to anybody. Um, the most happiest outgoing people you saw that it can happen to you. And so that we are very pro counseling um, getting yourself to where you can get back on your feet. Cause there's nothing wrong with it. And I think we try to make it a real quiet subject. Um, cause we don't want people to think, Oh, that means you're a weak Christian. No, it doesn't. When you're, you're depressed, that is your brain is sick. And I have said this before when somebody breaks an arm or breaks a leg, we want to sign their cast and we want to make a big deal. We want to, Oh, let's make them feel better. Let's sign their cast. But nobody wants to talk about when our brain is broke. And that's exactly what happens with depression and anxiety and, um, and panic attacks. And I've been there. I, I have, I've, I've got my own story with that. And, um, I, Um, I'm so glad you opened up and you shared that because we don't as Christians talk about it enough. Like you are, you are a leader and you, um, lead Bible studies. You are a very strong Christian and people would think, oh, I bet she would never get depressed, but we all, it happens to all of us. And COVID was rough. COVID is, it's still rough and crazy in our country because of COVID, Um, but I'm so glad that you shared that because we need to talk about it more, how we do need to reach out for help, how we do need to go to counseling, how it is okay to take medicine because sometimes it's still like, let's not talk about it because that means we're not a strong Christian It has, it has nothing to do with our faith. It's a, it's a health problem, just like breaking an arm or being a diabetic, it's it's a health pro- it's it's a health problem, yep. and we don't talk about it. And I'm so glad that you shared that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to. I I just I hope that it can help someone. Like I want what we go through to help each other. Yes. So I think the the hardest part was just recognizing it, because if you've never been through that before, I dealt with like stress forever, but depression that was new and. I think the key thing was having that friend who could call that out and say like, Hey, this isn't you. Because I think we get really sucked into what we're going through when we're in that dark place and we can't see a way out. Like, it's just like, it's always been this way. Like I'll never be happy again. And, and no, that that's, that's not true. That's
0: illness that you're sick. (laughs) It is. So it is. And I, I think after, um, like with my, it did, it made me more, um, especially having panic attacks, it made me more sympathetic, like you said, mm-hmm. to other people. And so if I, if, you know, if that's something that I had to go through to bring somebody else help, then then I'm okay. You know, yeah. thank you God for bringing me through it. And yep. thank you God for using me to help other people. Um, like I had someone reach out to me a few months ago and they were like, do you know anybody in the church that has dealt with anxiety? Because like, I have this friend and I've never dealt with it. And I just keep telling her to, just keep praying. Like, yeah. you know, I'm telling her to pray. It'll be okay just to get over it. She's like, and I'm not helping her. She's like, do you know anybody in the church that can talk to her? And I was like, yep, me. Let let me talk to her. Like, yeah, I've been there. And they were like, oh, like they, they didn't know. And like, you can't say, oh, just pray it away. Because no. it, it, that's not, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Like, it just doesn't work that way. So thank you for sharing because that is one thing that, um, and I love that i I meant to say it earlier when you were talking about giving advice to like fourteen fifteen year old Emily about resting that it was okay to rest. you know that's something that we that I talk about a lot is like honoring the Sabbath and resting yeah. and self care It's really, really important, and I think you know you you learned that that that's something that you have to do. you can't just always push yourself like God even rested. So why why do we not rest? Why do we feel like we have to keep going and keep pushing and and we have busy seasons. Like right now is a busy season for me and my plate is full. Um, but there's a difference in busy seasons and just constantly finding busy and not resting and, and pushing ourselves too hard. Um, so I'm thankful that you mentioned that too, like that it's that you would tell her to rest because that's one thing I try to tell these girls. Yeah. It's, it's good to rest. You have to rest. Self-care is good. You know, spend some quiet time, listen to some worship music, reading your Bible, or even vegging on Netflix, like, um, uh, some movies or, um, reading another book that you like but take some time just to rest and just chill and not just be constantly studying and going and doing and it's it's not always about that
1: right when I was working in the youth group for a year and a half at church oh my goodness they do so many things they're sports and school and after school programs and band and everything I'm like oh my goodness they'll sit there and tell me all the things they have that week and I'm just like Oh, no, like I don't have that energy anymore. <laughs> so, but I'm
0: like, if I don't like,
1: uh, no, you don't have to do all. Of you don't, you, you don't,
0: don't, you don't have to do it all. You need, yeah, we, um, I don't know. I It feels like we've put, and I don't remember, or maybe I just didn't care, <laughs> but I don't remember having that pressure to do it all in high school. I don't. I I was probably a three student. I didn't I did not make I had my subjects that I was good in and there were my subjects that I was not very good in, uh aka math. Um I'm horrible. But um I I just like I don't remember having that pressure that girls have now to like do it all. Like the good grades, the sports, the clubs, the all of that. I remember doing things that I enjoyed in high school like drama and chorus and journalism and things like that, but I don't remember having the peer pressure to do it also. I don't know where that started. Like when when we felt like we had to I don't know, maybe parents were pushing kids. I, I you know, I don't I, I don't know. I don't but you said your parents never pushed you like I Yeah. Um I I don't know if it's... I, I remember telling um, one of mine who did not like to do the clubs and the sports and the things, you need to do something because you got to put a couple things on your college application. Yeah. You you <laughs> have to. You got to do a couple of things. But I... Yeah, I don't... I don't know where... Like, why Why we feel that way.
1: I don't know. I mean, again, I, I have... Uh, my political science friends get more into, like, it's society. And, like... <laughs> but I... um I don't know. I think it probably is just years of uh, always being taught to like uh, be the best and do the best, and everything has to be the best. And I do see some like counterculture coming around that's starting to push back against that, and push back against like beauty standards and different things like that. And I I love that, and I love to see where we're going to be in ten years. And um, I think COVID was a really good kick. For people like me who um, don't understand um, the struggles of mental health and don't understand that we are human and we can't do it all, and I just I thought like I could do it all no matter what I could always, do. and I had to really come to grips with uh, just my limits, and I'm glad that happened now mm-hmm. rather than later, and so I'm hoping that this will the dark we've gone through is going to help make us better as a whole and more supportive as a whole and yeah i i don't think it's too late for there to be change but i um yeah, we'll
0: see what happens. In yeah, the next year. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm okay with being the average Joe. I don't, ha- I don't have to be anybody special.
1: <laughs> You're special to me. <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, just to wrap it up, do you have anything, anything, any advice you want to give young girls out there? Anything, anything you want to say before we, any advice, just any scripture, words of wisdom, anything you want to say?
1: Sure. The um, well, when you said scripture, I've always got my favorite verse ready to go, but um, this is embarrassing because I always mess, mess up the reference. Is it like Second Timothy one nine? I feel like, but I don't know. It's the um, for I've not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and self control. Is that the right? Reference? I think
0: you're right. I'm not. I'm not a Bible scholar either, but I I, I get my numbers like dyslexic backwards sometimes. So okay, yes, ladies, I think pull, you're right.
1: Um, pull out your Bible app right now. Fact check me while you're listening. Yes. If that was the right reference. But, um, I love it because the verse, when I first heard it was like, God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but spirit of power, love and self control. And I was like, oh, it's my spirit. It's my soul. Um, and that's about me, but no, it's, it's not, it's spirit is capitalized. It's spirit of God. When Jesus left this earth to go back Heaven when he ascended, he said, I'm leaving the Holy Spirit. He wasn't leaving us with some second rate spirit, he's leaving us with part of the Trinity. So it's saying Mm -hmm. we have the spirit of God living in us, and it is not a spirit of fear. You have nothing to be afraid of. God it's I mean, yes, we're going to have some hard times. I just told you about my hard times. Um, but we have a spirit of power and of love and of self-control. And that verse has just
0: always stuck with me. So. Mm, I love it. I love you said power because that's something that we talk about here. Is, you know I'm a shirt on today. power. Yes. Uh, pineapple principle girl is powerful, strong and beautiful and we do we have that power. We have that power to stand in Christ and to face whatever. you know the Bible says we will have hard times, but we can we can he's overcome the world till we can overcome it. So I love that you reference that. Um, anything else you want to say before we go? No, I I think that was all. This has been a lot of
1: fun. I yeah. And whoever's listening, I think you're really cool. So oh, that's it.
0: <laughs> and I you too, Miss Sherry. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, for, thanks for putting this together. Thanks for being here. I you know what? I always do a icebreaker, um, and I totally forgot to icebreaker you ask you my icebreaker questions. So you know what? We're gonna end with um an ice well, we're gonna end with a fun um a fun question. So, uh, let me see if I was a, I was a big reader as a kid, as a girl, I still am. So I have, um, three books that were my favorite. Okay. Okay. And I just want you to pick which book. Okay. So either little women wrinkle in time or secret garden.
1: Oh, absolutely. Secret garden.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So we know that, you know, Mary had a little negative attitude and then she started working in the garden and it was like her therapy for her attitude. So what's your thing that you do to relieve stress or change your attitude?
1: Oh, okay. So, um, I first, if I'm, it gets bad if I'm like taking my attitude out on someone else, I just have to check myself. I need to go step outside. I truly remove myself from if I'm at work or um whatever the situation i'll step outside get some fresh air and take deep breaths because that triggers that parasympathetic response and it so you know where if you're really stressed out you're breathing fast and that'll get you more stressed but um we have a lot of scientific studies show that if you take deep breaths it calms that response in your system and in your brain and helps you think a little more clearly so um I don't know, I guess Mary being out in the garden was taking deep breaths in that outdoor air Mm -hmm. and, um, she wasn't quite, quite so contrary anymore.
0: I love it. I love it. That's good advice. Deep breaths. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to take a deep breath. Yep. And outside and look far away stretch out your eyes because you've been probably looking at a screen so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all look at screens all the time anymore but that that was awesome advice i love it thanks for playing along with my little game and thank you for being on the podcast i truly appreciate it i love you i love your story and i i love everything about you thanks girl thanks i love you too so- <laughs> We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments and have you dig in deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mention. And thanks so much for listening. We have a new podcast every Tuesday, so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're loving the podcast, please leave us a review where you listen to this podcast, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, just to name a couple. Let others know what you're getting out of it. And please connect with us on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. We'd love to hear from you. Or send us a message at our website, PineapplePrinciple.org. Come back next Tuesday as we keep digging deeper. And always remember to keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.